In the ballrooms and drawing rooms of Regency London, rules abound. From their earliest days, children of aristocrats learn how to address an earl and curtsy before a prince, while other dictates of the ton are unspoken yet universally understood. A proper duke should be imperious and aloof. A young marriageable lady should be amiable, but not too amiable. Daphne Bridgerton has always failed at the latter. The fourth of eight siblings in the- Whoa! Hello there, everybody! Wow, this is cool. My name is Bradley, and welcome back to another episode of Let's Dive Deep. Today, we will be laying down the foundations for our deep dive into the first novel of the Bridgerton series, The Duke and I, authored by Julia Quinn. Before we get started today, while the script of this episode has absolutely zero adult content, I do not trust myself to not find a way to either swear or make some kind of sex joke or something, so I would recommend not listening to this podcast around children because it will probably contain some kind of adult content at some point that I am not yet aware of but don't want to edit out of the podcast either. And in terms of spoilers, there probably won't be tons of spoilers today. Y'all know the drill. I will be possibly talking about the first two seasons of the Netflix adaptation a little bit. So if you have not watched the first two seasons of the Netflix show Bridgerton, uh, just be warned. I may or may not spoil a thing or two here or there, but I will try not to because this episode specifically is about laying the foundations for our podcast. So there shouldn't be too many spoilers, but just a warning, just in case there are, please tread carefully if you have not yet watched the Netflix show and you are planning to do so. And finally, before we dive in today, there's a Facebook group. You should join the Facebook group. It's pretty cool. It's free. There's a lot of cool people over there. That link is in the podcast uh, notes below. There's also a Patreon where for a couple bucks a month, you get some cool perks and bonuses. Mostly early access to the episodes is the main uh, bonus if you want to do that. If you can't do that or don't want to do that or anything, don't worry. Don't even head over to the Patreon. That's all good. All the podcasts will be in this feed anyway. You won't miss a thing. They just go up early on the Patreon as a little bit of a thank you for those people for helping me pay the podcasting fees and those types of things so that is super cool and i appreciate those who are over there uh finally before we get started there is an email let's dive deep pod at gmail.com let me know your thoughts on these books if you would like to before we get started i think that's it that's all there's a twitter at let's dive deep go and follow me on twitter it's a good time over there otherwise i think that's it let's just talk let's just talk about this podcast and this book and let's get it started all right, everybody, here we go. We have done two full seasons of deep dives into the Netflix adaptation of Bridgerton, but it is now time to hit up the source material to go behind the curtain to see where this show came from. And in this episode of the podcast, I will be laying down the rules and the format. So going forward, everyone is on a level playing field and understands how this podcast will work, how we're going to break up the books, how we're going to dive deep into them. Will we compare them to the show? Pretty much just everything you need to know before we get started in the deep dive. So the rules, every podcast has got to have a set of rules. I want to make sure that everyone knows how I'm approaching uh, kind of looking through the source material of Bridgerton before I get started, just so you know what to expect. So you can decide for yourself, hey, is this a podcast I want to listen to? Is this not a podcast I want to listen to? Or is this a podcast I don't want to listen to? That would have been a better way to phrase it. Anyways, we're doing this in one take. And let's just let's just go rule number one. We are here to have fun. That is the number one most important thing. I never, ever, ever, ever want anybody tuning in into even a single episode of this podcast and not have a good time listening to it. That means I will not dunk or shit on these books, actually. Even if I don't like them, I'm someone who reads... I'll give you a little bit of reading background for this role. I read about 40 to 50 books a year, which is more than average, I would say, but less than some crazy readers. I just work at a place that allows me to read a lot. I love reading. I like genre hopping, so I don't really have a genre of book that I stick with, but I just read a lot of books. What that means is I end up reading a lot of really good books and knowing my 
myself, I don't think Bridgerton is going to end up in that pantheon of books that I really love. However, Bridgerton should end up in those the, the set of books that I just really enjoyed reading. It should be fun. It should be exciting. So even if I don't like the books as I'm reading through them, you should not really know that by listening to this podcast. We're going to have fun here. We're going to remain upbeat. We're going to focus on the things we do enjoy. Even if I do not like something, I will poke fun at it like I do it, like I do in the deep dive of the show, right? I'm not giving this show a 10 out of 10 every episode when I do the deep dives. There are loads of stuff in there for me to poke fun at, for me to make fun of, um, for me to point out, but it's always done in a fun and positive and tasteful way to make sure you're always having a good time when you're listening to the podcast. And that will continue with the book. So if anything comes up that's, you know, glaringly terrible that I don't like or that's not really vibing with me that's okay that's fine I'll bring it up we'll move on quickly and we'll stick with the things we do enjoy just to make sure that we are having a good time in this podcast I'd never want you to turn on this podcast feed and go oh man I really enjoyed this podcast you know it really brightened up my morning commute I really look forward to it each week because he was he was fun and he was funny and he um he made this kind of world of Bridgerton more exciting and more accessible and and kind of deep dived into something that I enjoy I assume that if you are listening to this podcast, you really like this content, you really like these books, you really like this TV show, and I will not ruin that for you, even if I don't like it as much as you do. However, I do want to say that I may love this shit. I may go into this book, and this may be the best book I ever read. I'm going in with an open mind. It should be fine. I'm not saying that I'm guaranteed going to hate this book. I am just saying that in the in the rare case that I do really dislike a book that I'm reading, I will I will not dislike it on the podcast to that same degree to make sure that the people who do love this story who are tuning into this podcast for someone to kind of dive deep into a thing they enjoy that you don't come here and, and find that enjoyment ruined or anything so we're gonna have fun on this podcast that's basically rule number one we're here we are here to have a good time not a bad time even if i don't like this book Rule number two, many things in this book will be problematic. I have been told by many people, ooh, I read the Bridgerton books. They're fine, but they're really problematic. This is okay. I don't mind if there's problematic stuff in a book. There are problematic things in many of the books that I read, and there are certainly problematic things in most of the books that are, you know, some of the classics, some of the books people enjoy the most. So I kind of get mad at people when they're like, oh, I don't like reading a book that has problematic things in it. It's like, well, that's most books, okay? That's most books have some very problematic things in them. So there will be problematic things in this book. I know that. You know that. I will be, you know, unless there's a real big thing that we need to stop and talk about, which we will. I'm not avoiding the problematic things in the book. However, I will not be stopping at each and every problematic thing to go on a monologue about how in 2022 this wouldn't be acceptable. Yada this, yada that. If someone is marrying a 12-year-old in this book, we can just all assume that I don't like it, that you don't like it, that we all hate it, that it should never have been acceptable. But we can also do that in a way that doesn't stop us for an hour each episode to point out every single problematic thing that happened. So we, you know what I mean? Like that just ruins the flow. It ruins the vibe. This book is set in Regency era London. There's a lot of problematic things. There's a lot of problematic things with our society today. When they write books about 2022, there's a lot of problematic shit for them to write about. And so I'm not going to stop at every single problematic thing. If I pause and I say, ooh, this was problematic and I move on you can assume that I thought it was problematic I'll assume that you probably thought it was problematic and we'll kind of move on however if any big things or themes or character beats or character moments come up that are problematic in a really big way we will still stop and talk about them because that's part of deep diving I'm not trying to avoid all of the big problematic elements if there are if they're a really big part of the plot I'm just not going to stop at each and every individual thing that was problematic about Regency era London because that would take 150 years this podcast would be no same with the show it's 
exact same with the show. There are loads of problematic things in the show that I just don't stop and talk about every episode because it would take forever and it'd be kind of weird. So we're just going to assume that all of the problematic things about Regency Era London are still problematic, that I think they're problematic, that you think they're problematic, and that we don't need to go on for like an hour at each and every one to have a good time on this podcast. Rule number three, this is a series that will be comparing the books to the show in a fun way. So I'm in a bit of a bind here. I'm in a bit of a pickle. I want to read the book and deep dive into the book as its own piece of art. I firmly believe that the book is the book. The show is the show. They are adaptations, but they are not the same. And I don't want to hold one against the other. I don't want to read the book and go, oh man, I liked this better than the show, or this was worse than the show, or oh man, I wish they adapted this better. And you know what I mean? I don't want to take the time and do that too much because that just again it ruins the flow it's not very fun the book is the book i want to deep dive the book we've already deep dived the show that is a separate thing right however the inspiration for doing this podcast was because i watched the show that i enjoyed the show that i made this podcast about the show the whole point of the podcast is that i'm kind of the worst possible person to be diving deep into bridgerton and i think that's probably true (laughs) with the book as well so i will be taking a cautious stance i will be comparing the book to the show when it's appropriate because that was the whole kind of reason i got into this kind of world of bridgerton and i think it would be impossible for me to do a podcast about the book without comparing it to the show but i want to do it in a tasteful way i want to do it when it's kind of necessary when i can prove a point with it i don't want to do it for every single thing that happens because then you're just listening to a podcast it's not really deep we're not let's dive deep the book we're kind of let's dive comparing the book to the show and that's not what i'm about so we're going to take a look at this book as its own piece of artwork separate from the show and compare when necessary but not all the time and finally the last rule rule number four you and i do not have to have the same opinion about this book we do not have to have the same opinion about anything really if you have a different opinion than me during my deep dive and you want to express that in an email or a tweet or whatever go ahead but just know the point of this podcast is not for all of us to like sit around a campfire and sing kumbaya because we're all the same with the same opinions on things i'm reading this book for the first time you may be reading this book for the first time with me you may have already read it this may be a story you already love if you really love this book and i don't really enjoy an aspect of it that's fine that's okay you don't need to try and email me to fix me or anything i'm allowed to not enjoy it if i enjoy something and you don't enjoy it i'm not going to try and convince you to enjoy it you know what i mean we're all different we all have our different tastes we all have our different kind of histories going into these books here i may love parts of it that you don't love i may hate parts of it that you love and the goal here is not to fix each other it is to have a conversation about these books so if you want to have an opinion with me i really would like to do that i love to do bonus episodes with your guys's feedback via email via twitter via the facebook group those types of things i just want to go in with the expectation from me and from you that neither of us are here to try and like fix the other people if they don't have the same opinion uh, as us about these books, about parts of these books. We're just here to have a conversation about it, right? And so just be respectful, be kind. Uh, there's no need to argue with people on the internet about these books. We're having fun doing this. This is meant to be a fun and positive thing that we're doing, not kind of a negative kind of flurry of internet fighting about things that we enjoyed and didn't enjoy. I just see too many things get like Star Wars is a great example. It's impossible to like or dislike Star Wars on the internet without just getting into a fucking heated debate with somebody. I'm not here for heated debates about these books with people. I'm just here to have a good time. And as long as we're all in good faith having a good time, let's reasonably disagree or agree or whatever, but let's just 
just keep it calm, keep it steady. Um, Bridgerton Twitter for me has been uh, interestingly problematic a little bit, and I find that people online are a little bit too heated about a fictional story. Just a little bit. So I just wanna I just wanna say that as I'm diving deep into the world of Bridgerton online for the first time, I want nothing to do with some of the online Bridgerton folk who are a little bit too invested into this fictional book series, who who seem to be keen on you know taking people down instead of lifting people up. I, I'm here to make sure that mo the most possible people can read these books and can watch the show and can listen to a deep dive that's fun, that's accessible, that's upbeat, that's exciting. I don't want anyone to feel when they come to this podcast, when they engage with me on the internet, when they come to our Facebook group, that they are, you know, having to prepare for a fight with anyone. That's not what I'm here for. So let's keep it positive. Let's keep it upbeat. Let's keep it fun. And that should do for rule number four. Now it's time for the format. Dun, dun, dun. Format number one. Well, not format. There's one format. Format point number one. Each episode will be released roughly every two weeks. There are two reasons for this. The first reason is that this is the amount of time it will take to keep Cadence with season three of Bridgerton. Roughly when it's expected to drop, if I do a couple of chapters of the books every two weeks, we should be able to get through books one and book two. Book one and book two. Books one and two. Both of the first two books is what I'm trying to say. We should be able to get through both of them by the time season three drops and it should be you know really close to that right what i don't want to do is end these book deep dives and then have three months to wait before the show comes out again i want to try and time it so that it is kind of coming out every two weeks and so that by the time we finish book number two the third season of the show is coming up and we kind of have a, a continuous feed of bridgerton content instead of just you know these huge sections of time in between the show and the books i have no idea how i'll approach this after season three of the show when i'll only have one book to read however for now we'll we have two books to read which should take uh, up the right amount of time if we do a couple of chapters every two weeks and so that is what we're going to do the second reason for this is simply so I have time to do the podcast. I'm very busy at work at the moment. I'm not going to lie. Reading and deep diving into a Bridgerton book is not in the highest priority of life things that I have going on right now, so I can only kind of do it in my spare time. Uh, releasing an episode every two weeks should be doable for me because I can read, you know, four to six chapters in a week, and then I can, you know, record three podcasts on a weekend and then have podcasts for the next month. And so that'll be kind of the cadence that makes the most sense for me because then I can just record a bunch of podcasts ahead of time, release them every couple of weeks and then I'm not kind of you know kind of burdened with having to try and fit this podcast in with all the other things I got going on in my life um, one day when I have a million people in the patreon and they're all paying me a million dollars a month I can do this full-time but until I can do that uh, we're gonna have to do it on a part-time basis so every two weeks is about right for me to be able to keep up with the podcast and make sure y'all aren't missing out format point number two each episode will cover roughly two chapters I don't know how to format this because unlike Harry Potter, which is a book series I've read before, I've never read these books, so I don't know where the clean chapter breaks are. So we're just going to go with two chapters a week and see how we feel, or two chapters every two weeks, sorry. So I one chapter a week in, in terms of a cadence, but we'll drop it every two weeks as two chapters. So we'll start with two chapters, we'll see how we go, we'll see how we feel, and we'll see what's working and what's not working and make adjustments from there. But we'll start with two chapters an episode, and I will not be reading ahead of the chapters in the episode. Theoretically, I should know mostly what happens because the TV show is an adaptation of these books and I have watched that show. However, I still want to be able to speculate on what's going to happen in these books in the podcast episode. So I'm not going to read this whole book and then go back. I'm going to read two chapters. I'm going to do the podcast 
podcast on it and then I'm going to read the next two chapters. That way the book is still a surprise. I can still guess and, and make suspenseful, suspenseful um, kind of, yeah, I guess guesses is what I'm trying to say and I can still have that bit of surprise and, you know, trying to figure out what's going to happen and those types of things. I think that makes for a more fun podcast if I am, you know, as, as much in the dark as I can possibly be. I will also say though, I am not going to move heaven and earth to avoid book spoilers either. That's not really what I'm about. You know, I'm not deleting Twitter off my phone or whatever to avoid book spoilers. So I'll do my best to remain unspoiled to the best of my ability. However, I don't want to promise that unlike with the show where I do promise that I don't want to promise that with these books, I'll do my best, but it might not be possible. So I would like to speculate. I would like to not be spoiled. However, if it happens, it happens, it happens. It's not a huge deal. And finally, formatting point number three, the episode will be released roughly one week early on Patreon. I want to make sure the people on Patreon are getting a little bit of extra content. Um, and here, you know, here's the problem, not even extra content, bonus content. That's not even the right word either. Here's the problem I have with Patreon is that I, I dearly, dearly am appreciative of the people who are on there, you know, throwing down a couple bucks a month, helping me pay those podcasting fees. Um, there's nothing better as a person creating content than people enjoying the content, finding some entertainment value in that content, and then, and then throwing a couple bucks your way to help make that sustainable. There's no better feeling than that. However, you know, we're, we're also in really tough economic times for a lot of people, and I don't want people to miss out on what is a very, very fucking silly, stupid podcast. On In the grand scheme of Earth, of things happening on Earth right now, the things you can spend your money on, I don't want to make that a burden on people to have missed out on something that would, they would have otherwise enjoyed because they can't afford it when it's this frivolous and dumb. You know what I mean? Like, I don't mind that Disneyland isn't free. Like, I get, I, it's, not a, it's not a thing that I, I kind of... It's not a view that I hold everything to, but in terms of the content that I can create, right? In terms of the content I'm putting out on the internet for consumption, it is not content that I think is worthy on its own of people's money, if that makes sense. If people listen to it and enjoy it and want to kind of help out the podcast and make this sustainable, then that's totally fine. I want to make that a choice that people can make. However, I don't want anyone to feel like, oh man, you know, I really like this content. I really like this podcast, but I, I simply can't afford to be on Patreon. So I need to miss out on a bunch of it. That's pretty lame. So what I do instead is I make things early access on Patreon. So it's there, it's early. You can have it before everyone else. That's fair to me. However, I don't like doing things exclusively on Patreon because then I'm adding a paywall to what I think is pretty frivolous and silly content anyway. I don't know if a Bridgerton podcast needs to be the thing that people need to put a couple of bucks a month aside for right now in the state of the world that we're in. And so maybe one day I'll change my mind. But for now, we're going to stick with early access that seems to be working. People seem to be enjoying that. It'll be released roughly one week early on the Patreon before it hits the podcast feed. I just want people, to, it's kind of a weird thing for me to try and say, hey, I really appreciate the people on Patreon. Thank you so much for, for that couple of bucks a month. It really has made a, a huge difference in the sustainability of all the podcasts that I'm doing. Um, while also saying, hey, if you can't do that or don't want to do that, I also don't want you to miss out. The, I know they're contradictory things and I'm doing my best to make sure that the people on Patreon have value there, that I can provide, you know, something cool and something a little bit extra for those people there who are, who are throwing a few bucks my way for this podcast without 
without having to paywall things from people who either can't or don't want to do that. Because at the end of the day, this is a podcast about a, a book series. This isn't, you know... I don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say here. It just feels weird to me. It feels weird to me to, for, to charge people for a Bridgerton podcast. That feels weird to me, and so I don't want to do that. So we'll stick with Early Access for now. We'll see how we feel as we go along. Um, but if you're not on Patreon, I just want you to, to not feel like you're going to miss anything because everything will end up in the podcast feed anyway. I think that's it. That's all, though. Before we get into our deep dive for episode number one, I guess this is episode zero. Before we get into the next episode where we're looking at the first couple of chapters, let's finish reading The Back of the Duke and I. This is the copy I bought in Canada at Chapters. And so you're, the back of the book may be different depending on where you buy it. But here's the little blurb on the back of the book. Look for Bridgerton, a Netflix original series already done. From New York Times bestselling author Julia Quinn comes the first novel in her beloved Regency set series featuring the charming, powerful Bridgerton family. In the ballrooms and drawing rooms of Regency London, rules abound. From their earliest days, children of aristocrats learn how to address an earl and curtsy before a prince, while other dictates of the ton are unspoken, yet universally understood. A proper duke should be imperious and aloof. A young, marriageable lady should be amiable, but not too amiable. Daphne Bridgerton has always failed at the latter. The fourth of eight siblings in her close-knit family, she has formed friendships with most of the young, with the most eligible young men in London. Everyone likes Daphne for her kindness and wit, but no one truly desires her. She is simply too deuced honest. What on earth is that word? Too deuced, whatever, for that to, to, what is going on? She is simply too, too, I've never seen this word. She is simply too deuced, deuced, honest, man, this is tough. Honest for that, to unwilling to play the romantic games that captivate gentlemen. Amiability is not a characteristic shared by Simon Bassett, Duke of Hastings. Recently returned to England from abroad, he intends to shun both marriage and society, just as his callous father shunned Simon's sister, Wow, never mind. Just as his callous father shunned Simon throughout his painful childhood, yet an encounter with his best friend's sister offers another option. If Daphne agrees to fake courtship, Simon can deter the mamas who parade their daughters before him. Daphne, meanwhile, will see her prospects and her reputation soar. The plan works like a charm at first, but amid the glittering, gossipy, cutthroat world of London's elite, there is only one certainty. Love ignores every rule. With tens of millions of copies of her books in print, number one Times New York, number one New York Times bestselling author Julia Quinn has been called smart, funny. Wow, not even smart and funny, just smart, funny by Time Magazine. Her novels have been translated into 36 languages and are beloved the world over. A graduate of Harvard and Radcliffe College, Harvard and Radcliffe Colleges. She lives with her family in the Pacific Northwest. Yo, I live in the Pacific Northwest. Over in Canada, though, up in Vancouver, not in Seattle or Oregon. I, yeah, no, Northern California. Is, is Northern California the Pacific Northwest? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode. We got the rules. We got the format. I'll see you next episode for the first couple of chapters of The Duke and I, a Bridgerton novel. Please go join the Facebook group. Please hit up the Patreon if you're keen. Uh, go to Twitter. Go to, to you know the Gmail account, letsdivedeeppod at gmail.com. Everything is in the podcast notes below. Thank you so much for listening, and I will see you in the next episode.